Hello everyone and welcome to So Many Games for a Little Time. Uh, my name is Joachim and I'm here with Evangelos. And as usual, we talk about board games and we are still here at Simon Expo in Bangkok 2023. Day two has just about finished. It's 10 past eight, so I'm sure it's closed now. So it's been a long day. As usual, we are very tired. And uh, yeah, we did a bunch of stuff. So this morning we didn't have to queue a long time for the store because that was no longer necessary. We just did the podcast you may be listened to already. And then we went inside and it was the first thing we did. Yeah, so what did you buy? Well, what I, what we, we, okay, the first thing we did was walk around the store some more. <laughs> and then I saw Get On Board and I talked to you about, I really want to try this. And then that's exactly what we did, right? It's the first game that we tried, Get On Board. I know you were skeptical because you were like, yeah, what is this? Yeah. It's a roll and write, which turns out to be a flip and write. <laughs> Because I said it was a roll and ride, I was unsure. Yes. But what do you think about? What did you think about? I actually it? really enjoyed it. Actually, I thought it was very, very clever. Yeah. And the fact that we played it wrong. Yes. Yes. But the fact that the rule that we played got wrong actually makes the game much better. Which is you have to follow the route. Yeah. You so can't backtrack. So basically, the one that we played is the second one, which yes. I think was Paris and Rome, I think. And um, basically, it's, this time it's trains, not a bus. And you have to start from an MTR station, a metro station, and yeah. then you have to go into one straight line. And the way we played it is you could go in any direction multiple so we times. Max, so we're mid-maxing, right? Yes. I think it was so much easier. Because the lady was like, wow, you guys are scoring like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. You have a lot of things you have to... Uh, keep in mind when you're going alongside your your route. But see, that's what you want. You don't want to be able to mid-max, right? You, you want those difficult decisions. Do I go for this move to give me more points, or do I go for the like, objectives? You have to give up on something to make to, to be able to do something else. Yeah, it's so much more fun that way. A difference with the first um, get on board is that in that one you're trying to avoid each other, but here it's to your benefit yes. to kind of. Uh, cross each other's paths because then you, there's an extra track that will actually give you more points when you do that um, and also the fact what I think is cool is the flip and ride so you flip tickets yes. but once that flip it you've got, you've got 12 tickets but once your ticket has been flipped that specific one it's crossed out it's not coming back so you got 12 rounds and then it ends yeah. and every ticket has Jeez. like some pieces underneath of it that you can then place in a certain shape basically the shape's twice again twice again because there's two tickets that share the same space the same, yeah. same shape and we have different shapes combined with different tickets depending yes. on which sheet you have yes and if there was multiple in the cheat pack yes yeah. this is what I this is what I really love because uh, yeah. I have several I think it's become a thing now in, in roll and rides and flip and rides that when you do have like a, a whole deck of, of, of sheets or a whole block that you awesome. have multiple different ones now to, yeah. to, to increase the the replayability and, and so on the challenge it was a cool, was a cool game right. so, so you didn't go for the first one though the bus one I didn't buy the bus one because it doesn't have an official solo variant the second one does have it so that's why I went for that one um, and then depending on how much I continue to like it maybe I'll get the first one but solo is always a big factor in anything that I buy because of my three kids it's, it just increases the chance of it getting played yeah you know, I might be able to introduce this to students and everything down the line, but I have enough games for my students already. I'm not going to buy games just for that. So we stayed with, because it's yellow, by the way, uh, get on board. And we stayed with yellow 
because uh, the next one we played was ancient ancient knowledge, knowledge. yeah because you were you were i was interested in yes yeah so what do you how do you feel about it i actually liked it i like the whole point of the, the cards the different layers to keep the card as long as you can to get the powers but then you have to just be able to score them you need to like you can move on mm, yeah um I think it's a lot more complicated. We didn't have enough time. We were rushing it because we wanted to see the yeah exactly. Yeah. So I would like to give it another go. Yeah. We basically got the explanation, but we were waiting for the next thing we're going to talk about, which is the announcement. So our heart wasn't really in it when we played it. We're constantly looking at the phone. Okay, we still have seven minutes. Okay, we still have five minutes. And then you know, well, I can see it as a good game. Yeah. Yeah, you go to love when a card game has individual cards yeah. with and individual art pieces. And afterwards, we actually checked our phone to see re reviews or scores, very right? Positive. And it seemed to be very positive. Last time we gave like eight yeah. and nines. Yeah, but no solo mode. <coughs> yes. Yeah. I think it's minimum three, wasn't it? Uh, two to minimum two. Minimum two, two, yeah. Uh, but it does it does look cool and interesting, and also all the arts that's there. Yeah. The ancient knowledge was okay. We didn't really get to play it, but it seems interesting for sure. And then was the biggest thing that we were looking forward to. Which wasn't as, as big as we hoped it would be. Yeah, the Simon uh, announcing all their Kickstarters. But for then they said there are some they cannot announce because of yeah. licensing issues. So they, they might, they're still going to release, they're gonna, they, didn't, they didn't state everything they do. Yeah, I compare it to a music band that says, hey guys, we're going to tell you all the games we're going to play next year, except as all the music we're going to play yeah. uh, re release next year. But we're only going to show you two songs and then just talk about songs we already know about. So. Yeah. The same thing with the games. It's a really bad analogy. I'm sorry, uh, but, if we're, but uh, it's. Uh, it was a bit of a damn squid. Yes. Yeah. Like, so yeah. even the one that would probably be the biggest announcement, they just had one. Okay, the God of War one. They yeah. announced God of War, which they've been talking about for a long time. In fact, I think they actually he didn't say. It. I think they announced God of War in the yearly summary sheet, which they do because they are a publicly fund, uh, public traded company, and then that sheet they mentioned they were doing God of War so it wasn't really an exclusive today yeah and then all they showed was just one picture two, min two miniatures yeah, basically some miniatures yeah that's so it. We, don't, we don't even know what type of game it is yeah it's going to be a skirm skirmish dungeon call no, we don't know nothing I think they, they also kind of bank a little bit on the fact that many people might not know about the sheet or might not check Simon yes. religiously so it still like, comes over of like wow because people did react around this like, wow, you yeah. know, but even though it's actually already known. I, I knew, I knew about it. Yes, I didn't, but I, then again, I don't really care about God But then again, I, I knew it was going to happen, but again, I don't know what type of game it is, and they didn't tell us. Yeah. Again, the big yeah. one they made was the first one, which actually had a video for, only one video, disappointingly. Yeah. And that was for the Song of Ice and Fire skirmish game. Yeah. So basically... The video was very dramatic. Well, first without sound and then with sound. It was very dramatic, but it didn't really show much. Show it nothing. just described what it's going to be a little bit, but that's it. No. I did notice footage. one thing because I am. A, they, okay, they showed the box. They said two things for the game. They showed the the, the box with some miniatures, which is, and the box was called the Battle of um, the Trident, which is from the, the Civil War that happens in the books before the before the books happen, where Robert Baratheon kills. Um, and then uh, the Targaryen the, the, uh, the but then they also showed a dragon which I made a big thing about yeah Drogo but I Drogo and I know Drogo was dead for hundreds of years before the battle of the Tri Trident yeah. 
So I went to Tiago and I asked him, does this mean it's scenario based? And he says, I can't tell you. So it basically means yes. Basically. <laughs> it looks like it's going to be a skirmish game, but scenario based. I don't know how they're planning to do it, but the dragon, unless they're changing time frames, yeah. but Battle of the Trident is different to the dragon. Right, Drogo. Yeah. So that means I can see how Battle Trident works. You, you fight in this battle. One person is Robert, the other one is um, a, a Targaryen, and then you fight each other. Yeah. But besides that, after that, I don't know. Because they put Drogon on the stage, but then before they did that, it was out in the open, outside yes. of the hall, and then they actually put miniatures on top of it to show when you play, this actually plays yes. a role. So I'm. Assuming it might be one of the civil wars like the Dance of Dragons or the Conquest. Okay, I'm getting a little geeky here. So maybe <laughs> what happens with the dragon, you're the two, you're two characters fighting around the dragon. Well, there were two characters on there, yeah. Yeah, but they weren't the one for yeah, I, the game. I know, yeah. I know. So it looks like that's just a scenario. It's just a, basically just a, a fancy player board. Yeah. Okay. Like Cthulhu, the, the, the Cthulhu one was. Yeah, so Cthulhu, they also announced Cthulhu Dark Providence, Providence which is a re theming of Martin Wallace's game, uh, Scarlet, uh, Emerald, uh, a Study in Emerald. Yes. Which was a Cthulhu game set in Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. I've, I've actually got the game. Mm-hmm. The, I don't have the original, I have the, the, the second edition. And it's very interesting because some people are cultists and some people aren't. And, it's a very interesting game. So they basically took this Cthulhu game and they put it into their Cthulhu universe. Because they have different Cthulhu universes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Fantasy Fight has their Cthulhu universe yeah. and this is a different Cthulhu universe. Yeah. So they're basically they're redoing the game. They said they streamlined it. They didn't say where the Martin Wallace is involved. But that's the game. And then, oh, the big announcement was... Yeah, because you said this is how they pull you in. Yes. They're going to have miniatures based on the characters from Dark Providence which you can use in... To do death metal, yeah. So, so that is cool right? for completionists. Oh, and it's like, not a Kickstarter, it's a pre order, uh, the same way Metal Gear Solid was. Mm. So, it's basically for completionists, they're gonna want to have all the death metal yeah. stuff. Well, our friend went and bought the comics today to get the death metal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some oh. Reason, right? okay, all right. Uh, another thing they talked about was uh, the Genesis uh, Clan yes. Wars, so it's based on a graphic novel, right? Yes. Oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 that's a... It's um, a series. No, it's an RPG series. RPG series, yeah. It's a very popular RPG in Europe. Now they turn it into a game. Yeah. They said it was some sort of fighting game, but they did say it was semi-co-op. Yeah. Who knows what yeah, that it's like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they didn't say too much about that either. It was just Nothing like one more. picture, just, just a, a box. box. Just a box. Yeah. Uh, then there was some zombie side stuff. Yes. Uh, basically, it's Paris. Not, yeah, it's a third in the series. It's a fourth in the series. Yeah. They have one set in uh, Rio. Rio de Janeiro. Called, there was one set in Washington. And there's another one set in Fort Hendricks, yeah. America. So basically, it's a scenario-based, um, mission-based zombie side game. Yeah. You play across a couple six, six, six missions. You get items. You do things. And you play on they it's did. kind of fun to have. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's a one-off, right? Yes. Yeah. Then we also have the Dead Keep, which is uh, which again is based. That might be based on the graphic novel. Yeah. All I know, I don't know nothing about it. They say it's it's a fantasy horror. 
Yes, yes. But yeah. the picture was very... Awesome. Uh, the the yeah. art looks very cool and it had like a dog on it and the guy presenting made and a some joke about the dog. But, but also had a lot of like, these weird elves and yeah. these orcs and things. Look, but look. Apparently... That's a, dungeon, they, that's a dungeon crawler. And he mentioned that people have been waiting for this or something. Finally a game with his art, art and story behind it and so on. But they did say it was, it was a... It was a dungeon crawler. Yeah. So, yeah. They also had a couple of RPGs, but they were not really into that. So, if you want to know that, that's in the video. That's it's online. Um, they also mentioned that, I guess they're tired of, sick and tired of people asking them about it, but they mentioned that some projects they can't do because they don't have the IP. They didn't manage to get it for some reason or whatever. Yes. And that is Dragon Ball Z. So, there won't be any scene on Dragon Ball Z. And there also won't be any Last of Us yes. uh, from Simon because either other companies have it or they were not well, able to get it. It was really mean. Uh, yeah, there was a really Last of Us game by um, Themeborn. 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 Yeah. They're the ones who did the um, the black and white game, Escape the uh, Dark Escape Castle. Escape the Dark Castle. Yeah. And they did the, the the Last of Us game also in the same aesthetic. Yeah. Which was in black and white. All right. So obviously they so obviously Simon lost the license to them. Yes. One who's yeah. another. Seems like it, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that's about it for the uh, announcements. But the announcement started at eleven and I think they finished at about eleven forty ish or something. Yeah. And then we realized that you had an Art Nova competition. Eleven thirty. Yes, and that started at eleven thirty. So we kind of expected that no competition would start. We thought, because we thought this announcement would be like a keynote moment, right? Yes. Like everybody, listen up. This is huge. Yeah. Stop what you're doing. But no, <laughs> they started 11:30 while the announcement was going on. Because even during the announcement, you, should, you would sometimes hear people shout or whatever that yeah. had nothing to do with the announcement, and even them looking up like, "What's going on over there?" Yeah. Instead of you know people focusing on what's going on on the stage. So I couldn't take part in the tournament. Yeah, because it started 10 minutes before. Already. In the end, might be a blessing in disguise because it would have be, taken a long time. Probably still be playing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but they did refund me my money, so it's fine. Yeah. So. An hour after that, less than an hour, like half an hour after that, I had to do my Cascadia tournament. And uh, Randy Flynn himself was there to, uh, you know, to, to talk about it and uh, help uh, people somewhere if necessary, whatever, walking around. He's a really nice and friendly, just chill kind of guy, you know, very laid back. And uh, I think he was just enjoying every moment of it. Yeah. I've seen other designers this week that don't seem to be enjoying as much if I'm being honest I'm not going to say any names but I saw them often with a face like I don't know if I want to be here but yeah. I get, but anyway but he was definitely enjoying his, his, his just seeing people play his game and enjoying but I think also part of it is Cascadia is so open to many people so you just have a lot of normal people playing it right they even had a junior competition with all kids playing it so I think that has to be nice if you see that um, we're not going to talk too much about how well I did because I didn't <laughs> I had to play it was Swiss tournament so three games and then whoever has the, the best score like for example three uh, you get I think it was like six points if you win four points second place uh, third points uh, two points no sorry yeah six four two and zero so one two three four placed so my first game I was last <laughs> then my second game with other people who were also last I ended third and then my last game, I ended second. So I should play again and play solo to make sure I finished my whole trip. 
But yeah, so obviously I was, uh, you know, I, I didn't make it to the next round, but that's okay because we were finally able to have lunch at like what, almost four? Yeah, four, four, four. Yeah, and where did we go again? Wow, a lot of to have, right? Yeah, Taco Bell. <laughs> we don't have Taco Bell in Hong Kong, and we we're so impressed yesterday. It is really good. For so many games. Huh? For people who never had it before. Yes, so many games, a little time. Sponsored by Taco Bell. Yes, enter Make the code. <laughs> Make it happen. Make it happen, yeah. Especially on the toilet, apparently. But uh, okay, so after that, we went back and then we played some more games. Uh, let's talk about Imperial Miners first, okay. uh, even though we finished with that. But yeah, so you played before. Yes, and I was today. Play yeah. And I really like it. And yeah. that's we both bought it. That's something to spoil it. We both bought it. Yeah. And I like it for its elegance. Yeah. What did you think? Well, in the beginning, I was a little bit. Because the thing is, you they give you what, eight cards in the beginning or ten or whatever? Eight. eight. And you discard two. But it's if you've never played the game before, the cards are a lot to take in. But what I do like about that is that you know your first turn, you have to play level one. Yes, that's true. So you kind of focus yes, just on those two cards. But the level ones, it also decides what good I level know, twos or threes. but it's still less of a choice. Yeah. So to put it a little bit in context, uh, Imperial Miners is you start at the top of the mine and you dig down. So... To get a level two card, to place a level two card, you first have to place a level one card, and then after that you can do a level two, and then three, and then finally four. And of course they're all comboing. So if you place a level three card, you activate that one, but also a level two card above it, a level one above it, and the surface one also. So it's a very comborific game. But what my point is, when you play the first time, it takes, for me, it takes a bit to to see the game yes. for what it is and get good at it but luckily uh, Gregor was there from Portal Games who helped me a fair bit um, I, still, but you, I still whipped him Don't yes worry. just want to get did. out the way he did he did he did <laughs> he did uh, what was the score in the end you didn't tell me um, 50 something I wrote it down I can tell you later it's, uh, I can tell you now like but while I'm, while I'm while I'm looking it up playing once and then playing the second I got 45 you got 63 so, playing the second time, what, how was your experience different this time? It was about the same, but I, I just played better than the last time. Mm -hmm. I was able to, to um, synergize up with my cards up better. But I just, I just really like how smooth it is. And it's a very positive game. Like, there's yeah. 10 events, uh, so 10 rounds. Every round there's an event, and all the events are positive. Yes. Well, apparently, I think this took last time. I can't remember. I think there was one take that card. No, no, that was no, that was that mixed up with ancient. Knowledge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So no, no they're all positive. You're right. Yes. So you don't really ever feel bad. You might feel bad if you're like, oh no, I didn't do this. I forgot this you or something like that. Yeah. Or I don't have enough money to place this card. But it is just because of yourself. Then it's not the yeah. game throwing you a curveball right. or whatever. So it would be so much easier to have these negative cards. Like everything costs one more now. Yeah. 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 So yeah. this one is all positive. Um, yeah. So. I like that. I like the, the way you score points. The thing is also you have three tracks that you move up to and you only score where you land. So even if you jump like six spots only there, unless you have a specific card that allows you to pick up everything. But if you reach the top of that track, you get to do this special action and then you go, action. yeah, special scoring action. And then you drop all the way down to the bottom, but you have to go to a different track. So there's always three tracks. I like that there are six tracks and you get to use three of them in the game, random three. Yeah. So every game is different. Yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of variety. And because I wasn't going to buy it, I'm going to be honest. I said, okay, let's play it. We have to do something. I haven't played it. Let's give it a go. And of course, I ended up buying it yeah. together with you. 
and it was because it came with promos like six promos yes that's also something that helps and uh, there's also supposed to be a solo mode they said a solo scenario solo scenario solo mode you just play against the game yeah. and get a score beat your score but the scenarios give you give you constraints yeah. like, which I like I like solo scenarios yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it works it works um, and then the one the last one I think um, is something that I was talking about yesterday that I wanted to try but we didn't have time then and it was really like you know what we, we have time left why don't we go and do it now yeah. and we talked to this to this guy the designer yes it turns out he's a designer but I didn't know because yesterday he was also uh, asking to show us pocket paragons and so on who, who he also designed which I also didn't know and he designed he, he asked us if we, if we wanted to play Space Lion yesterday and I said we'll come back today so we did so we played Space Lion with us, and Space Lion was a game that was on GameFound. It didn't succeed then, then went to Kickstarter, uh, and then had a second run as well, and got funded twice. Not a huge amount of backers, but you know, you get funded, you get funded. And as a, I think publishing-wise, they're still pretty small, so it's quite, a, I think quite an achievement to, to, to print, get... You could print this game, yeah. Yes, exactly. And also, by the time that we tried Space Lion, all the copies there were sold out. They're all gone. So that means... When people tried it, they bought it. So it's very impressive as well. Now, about the game itself, it is a card battler. Like, yeah. think, think all two-player card battlers. You're, you, know, uh, you have three lanes, stuff like that. But this one can actually be played uh, from two to five. And if you play with five, that's where the game gets interesting. Because then you're not only fighting... You can, you can choose to fight your left your right neighbor but also a base in the middle so like king of tokyo yes to get uh, or smash up for example smash as well up, yeah. but you're not smashing the base but you're fighting each other yeah and you there's also kind of like a turn order so we only play two player more about it in a second but in multiplayer you apparently naturally come to alliances and then you stab people in the back and there's only four rounds um and after those four rounds, the game ends depending on how many battles you want, how many medals you have. Yeah. So, and the uh, factions are all wildly different. What do you think of the two-player mode? I liked it. Yeah. I like the asymmetry of the cards. I like that each faction was really asymm- asymmetric. They felt very different. We only, played, we only got to play the two, but I really like how different they were. Like your, your clan, they could move around. They, they were mobile across the three lanes. And you were able to create an event, a certain a certain rule for each for one of the for the center line. Yes, and my, my main hero card, whatever, yeah. my special card, it was basically a walking city, so I could move. It, I could get in reinforcements. Reinforcements. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was the plant, so I was able to create these minions everywhere. Yeah, but I, I can't move. Yeah. So, but would also really like it. Your your hand comes with basic six cards. Yeah. Right, six cards, and there are. Besides that, another six upgrade cards that you choose one of them and you replace that. The, all the cards are numbered zero to six, yeah. I'm assuming for their strength. And you can replace one number card with the upgraded version of the same number. Yeah. So that's how they keep balance. Yeah. And that's really, really interesting. I thought that was really clever. Because not, 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 so firstly, you can really get to know your deck. So every game you can know your deck and you can know your opponent's deck if you play the same ones. But by just by changing one card, you give the, the deck a little something different every game. Yeah, for but sure. you don't make the deck totally different that the person does not play it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. it keeps it 
um, unrecognizable, recognizable, and keeps it that you know what you're doing. But it also changes the game. It changes your tactics as well. Yeah, yeah for I think example, that was really clever. For example, my my city would allow me to bring people in, but then if I choose another card, suddenly yeah. my whole tactic changes. Exactly. And there's even a faction because you asked him about his favorite faction, and he said that's a faction that has no special cards. But as you're playing, you're actually upgrading them on the fly. So by the final round, you're very strong. Yes, exactly. But you start off weaker, weaker I guess. Yeah. Um, and the fact is, he's made so many battler cards, so it shows that he knows how, how it flows. He seems very passionate about it too. Yeah. The thing I liked about it, again, you know, from, from experience with the two decks, I liked that every power was thematic. It made thematic sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the way, very quickly, the way the game works, you already said zero, zero to six, but every card, there's only, there's only three things on the cards, basically, sure. or four. You have your number, which is the strength. And then you have a discard action. So on your turn, every turn you can discard a card if you want to. You don't have to. But it has a power, right? Um, so you can do that. And then you, every round you have to play a card. So you either place it face down, and then you're going to reveal it when the battle phase happens, or you place it face up as a lead action. But it's most of the time it's a powerful action. Well, yeah, cause you, but, but, not, but at the same time you're telling your opponent yeah. what strength you've got down there. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So. So, and then you also have a battle action, but that only happens when the battle starts. So you're gonna have a bunch of cards that are face down, flipped down. Uh, so on your, on your turn, you either discard and you play, then it's the other person, discard, potentially, very similar, and play. It's very similar to Marvel Snap. Yeah, but that's what he said. I know he's missing that. Yeah, he said if you played Marvel Snap or other stuff, then you're yeah. gonna know this. Uh, and I, yeah, you played Marvel Snap, yeah. right? Yeah, that's and why I was surprised. Explore. I guess it got lost uh, because of the noise. Yes, I didn't hear that, but now that makes sense. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, so the, the really, it's really cool because we surprised each other a fair number of times. I shot myself in the foot a fair number of times, but that's to do with myself. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I enjoyed it, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, who won again? You did, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Five, five to four. Yes, five to four yeah. at the end. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a landslide by any means. But yeah, so the guy's name was Chris Solis. He's the one who designed it. And he also worked oh, on the... That's why he's got everything in the sun. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. And then uh, okay. he also worked on the Exceed games, which for level 99. He had some yeah, other stuff. What is Exceed games? Just card games. No, there's also battlers. Also on the line. Yeah, we're one versus one. Yeah. Okay. Also more manga style. Okay. Uh, pretty cool. Oh, pretty old now. It's been a while. Since they, came, since they came out, I think. Unless I'm just out of touch. But, uh, and then he has a bunch of other games that you can check out on BGG. The next uh, game he's, he's, he's going to do the Kickstarter was a drafting game? Yes, a drafting game. And it's number two, but I forgot the name. Yeah. You said Temporal yeah. something? Sorry, Chris. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So just, just check out his Mental name, you'll find sorry. it. Yeah. So, yeah, that was very cool. And it, that was after that we played Imperial Miner. But yeah, great guy. Yeah, you great guy. Really passionate about his product. So that was that was awesome. That was yeah. contagious. And the play mats from uh, Pocket Paragon are really beautiful. The one from um, Spaceline, sorry, was also really nice. But he's a graphic designer, so that makes sense. Yeah. You know, that's up to scratch. Um, yeah. Then I think that's about everything that I wrote down for today. Uh, yeah, it's it's over now. It's the point where we cry. I, I did play Barcelona. Oh my god, yeah, I forgot to mention that, yeah. yeah I really enjoyed yeah. it. I enjoyed it. Yes. Uh, but anything? No, it's just, it's just one that, another one that's that, that same medium heavy euros from Board and Dice. Very pretty, mm -hmm. uh, very thematic. Well, the theme was 
you know, you're building the networks in Barcelona. Barcelona has a very unique um, layout. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay. I haven't, but... Okay. So, it just so looks... Lambas. It's very beautiful. So, um, yeah, I think... Well, could you compare it to anything? Does it feel like any game specifically? Who designed it again? Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia, yeah. Which is the only other game hasn't come out yet. Which uh, is that uh, RBM? Yeah, yeah, it RBM. was. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that windmill game. That we the windmill, yeah, we saw a windmill game there, but it was just to show, just people, to show people, not to play. And that's only come out in June. Which is lame, you know? Yeah. If you're going to show it, then let us... But Danny Garcia is one of the new hot uh, designs coming out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I thought it was a good game. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sorry, I forgot about I also that. won that game. Yes, yes, <laughs> poor people. When people play with you, it's... it's yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, so I'm triple-checking now, but yeah, that is definitely the end. Uh, oh. So about next year? Well, next year, definitely coming back. Yeah, I'm coming again. And like I mentioned before, it gets bigger every year. They do need to do something. I think they've, they've learned a lot from this year's uh, as well. Uh, because if you watch videos from last year, it's a huge difference. Yeah. There are some. There were some YouTubers who point with the, you know, with, yeah. the, with the GoPros and stuff, and you can see it was a lot, lot more low key. Yeah. So it was, a, it was a huge, big. It was much, much different. Cool. So hopefully it'll be bigger next year too. Two holes and one hole just for playing. Wow, I'll, I'll, I'll do with that. Um, yeah, and then also a month from now, apparently there's a, another expo. It's not Simon. Is it Simon? It's Simon. It's Simon in China. Yeah. But so, it look, that looks a lot smaller. In Shenzhen, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if we're going to go or not, but it's a way to see about that. Okay, well, we've, meet, we've reached the uh, magic number of 30 minutes. There's like yeah, 15 seconds to go, so it's good. I'm going to get ready to catch my flights, and you're going to leave tomorrow. I'm leaving tomorrow afternoon, yeah. yeah. So thank you, everyone, for watching. Uh, for watching, for listening, <laughs> watching a black screen. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next time. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye.